The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Hold on to me as we go As we roll down this unfamiliar road Although this wave is stringing us along Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your home Good morning Hamilton, this is Rob Golfy with Remax the Golfy Team Welcome to the Golfy Real Estate Show Hamilton Edition with host Rick Zamprin. Good morning. The hottest listings in town are online at robgolfy.com. That's Rob G O L F I.com. Call Hamilton and Burlington's number one Remax team in volume and unit sales, 905-575-7700. If you want to get your home sold for top dollar in this ever-changing, pandemic-plagued real estate market, the number to call is 905-575-7700. Follow the Golfy team on social media, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. And if you have a topic idea for a future show or a question for the Golfy team, send them an email. That email address is questions at robgolfie.com. We have a lot of things we're going to get to today, including a new story about a bad neighbor. We've done bad neighbor stories from time to time on the show. We got one uh, out on the left coast to tell you about, and this one is a doozy. We're also going to talk about a new online housing auction site. We've been talking about blind bidding over the last number of shows, what they do in Australia with the auction on Saturday bringing prospective home buyers to one location to bid on a house. Well, there is one here in Canada that is trying to do that online. We're going to talk about doing your research before accepting a cash offer. You have may have received, uh, you know, items in the mail saying, "Hey, we buy homes for cash. We'll make you a fair offer. You don't have to deal with realtors or anything. It's buyer beware in many cases." And we're also going to talk about this is a pretty cool idea about uh, some office buildings adding terrace space to integrate, well, their outdoor space, uh, which kind of sounds very cool. But uh, to begin the show, we'll talk about uh, what's happening in the world of Rob Golfie. How's your week? Oh, pretty good, pretty good. It's been busy. Um, we're starting to notice a lot of homes on the market that aren't selling and they're starting to expire. So it's, it's going back to almost like uh, a little bit of normality and not meaning... Uh, house is not selling, but just, you know, some people are trying to, you know, their numbers, their, their high numbers on their house to sell and it's not happening. So they're expiring. Those listings are expiring. So we're starting to see more and more of those happening. So, so when you, uh, when you say expire, does that mean you have a, a 60 or 90 day listing that listing expires? That's it. Yeah. So they were either listed, uh, you know, 90 days or six months or four months or whatever, and they tried it on the market, and uh, it didn't work out, and uh, the listing kind of expired uh, to be on MLS. Hmm. And uh, we're seeing more and more of that now. Um, I guess people were trying to pick up onto that uh, early spring market where it was Mar- you know, our, uh, March, April, May. That, that, that market was just incredibly hot. And I think some people you know, just missed it. And, uh, you know, and, they're, and they're trying to get what again, like their neighbors or their people in their neighborhood got, and it's just not going to happen. That's all. That was just a fluky, 
fluky thing that happened early this year, and it was a great and a fluky thing that happened in early 2017. So that was within three, four years, twice, and that never I've never seen or heard of that ever happen before, where markets just just skyrocket in the, in the, in that short period of time. So the homes that are sitting and then expiring, it, it basically comes down to a price point. They they've overpriced their home. They overpriced it. They just, um, they're trying to, you know, reach for the stars and it's just not going to happen. Um, you know, it's been on the market. Uh, sometimes it could be, you know, uh, you know, bad marketing. Uh, it could be, you know, from the realtor, but, uh, you know, they just didn't do enough. They didn't follow up enough. They didn't return phone calls. I mean, and, and that happens. There's like, I mean, you know, we, we, we've listed houses where other realtors have had, and we list it at the same price and, and we're getting action, we're showing it and we're getting offers. So, you know, there's a combination of both, you know, it could be, you know, the, uh, the price, it could be the realtor, you know, it could be, uh, it could be all sorts of things. So yeah, you have to really look at everything uh, on, on that uh, expired listing. So how soon after that expiration date will the home be put back up for sale, obviously at a lower price, or will many homeowners think, you know what, let's just ride out uh, the rest of this year and then uh, relist in the spring because the spring is traditionally the hottest market out of the calendar year? Yeah, there will be a percentage of them that will uh, relist. And either they will go with the current agent that they have, or they'll they'll switch agents and see and get a different view, and a different opinion. Um, it uh, and a lot of times if they do get another agent, they're going to tell them you know uh, the price was wrong. And and those sometimes those people say, listen, we went with our agent's advice, uh, the, the previous agent, and it wasn't their price. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that happens a lot. Like it's it's amazing. I go like uh, my biggest question is, how did you come up with this price? Was it like you guys came up with the price, or was it the agent? And uh, sometimes the agent, you know, they're, they're looking too far back uh, on the history of sales uh, for this year. Like I, I look back 60, 90 days the most now. I, I, you can't go, you can't go uh, prior to May or prior to June. It, 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 you, will, you will hurt yourself if you do, um, and you'll be very disappointed because if you start going looking at your, the sales March, April, and May, um, and, and, and base your numbers on that, you're going to, you're going to be an expired listing. You're going to, you're not going to sell just, just that, just a, a different time that happened. And, uh, it just, it was crazy market and that's it. Uh, and, and if they missed it, they missed it. I just had one, uh, uh, family, they're selling the, um, uh, the father's home, uh, their power attorney, the one sister prolonged it, prolonged it. And the other brother and sister, uh, said, we got to get this thing going. Let's sell it. Let's sell it. They had the opportunity to sell in, uh, in, in March, even in February. And with the one sister delayed it. And now I said to them, I go, well, I, your number would have been different if we had it then. He goes, <laughs> you could tell they all looked at, looked around at each other. Then they told me after I go, that's the one sister that prolonged it. She's the one that delayed it. And, uh, and, uh, again, it, that cost them probably 50 to $75,000. By, by prolonging it. They had the opportunity to sell early spring. They didn't. And now they're putting up their house for sale now. And, uh, and so the father's in long-term care and he, he needs as much money as he can get. And uh, they had the opportunity, but they missed it. Hmm. Are there still those yeah. exceptions out there on the market right now that if they're done up to the nines, they're in a great location that they're going to get what they're asking for? To a certain degree, yes. Okay. Um, if it's done to the nines, absolutely. They may not get the price 
that they would have gotten in early spring, but they will get a, 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 a little better than the average in the neighborhood. I mean, people are looking for everything done to the nines, basement finished, uh, you know, updated kitchen, you know, fenced in landscape yard, um, just everything. Just like, you know, everything's updated. There's no nothing uh, dated in the house. People will pay a premium for that. You know what I mean? It's just because they can move right in and not have to do a single thing. That is something, and you will, and you'll get your return on that. You will get your return on that as a seller, um, and uh, and that's how that you know that's how we get that the big numbers. Sometimes you see a house uh, and it sells. Wow, that sold for a good buck in, in in this market also, and then you start looking at the pictures inside. So well, now you can see why. And uh, so definitely, you know what? If you got a house done to the nine, and the one thing about a lot of people do, a lot of people that are living in their house, they may have updated the house 10 years ago. In their minds, they still think their house is updated. <laughs> and, and so, and, and, uh, and when, when we come in, we'll say, well, you know what, like, you know, there's some, uh, some things that needs to be updated. Like sometimes people have, you know, the 12 inch tiles, right? Like people want, you know, 24 by 24, they want bigger tiles and neutral colors and their tiles aren't quite neutral. And but they did it ten years ago. Again, like I said, they're you know they think they just did it last year. Meanwhile, it was over ten years ago they did it. And and then when you're going and telling them, they just they get kind of insulted a little bit. So you have to be very, very, very gentle on how you deal with people that have done renovations and updated their house ten, fifteen years ago. And and you know houses need to be updated every every I guess fifteen, twenty years. I mean it's just it just it's just the way it goes. Trends change, you know. I remember that glass backsplash on the people's uh, homes that they were putting in uh, all the backsplashes of kitchens. I knew that would be a trend that would go way fast. And it, and it has, like, you know, you don't see that going up anymore, but when you walk into houses, you see that you could tell, you know, uh, the trend, uh, the house is five to 10 years old. Cause that's what was happening five, 10 years ago, you know, the glass back backsplash. And so the good thing about that is, you know, you just take it off and put something different. I always go neutral, like, you know, subway tile, white, perfect. You put it in the back there, it's good now, and it's good for 20 years from now. It's, white is always the best way to go when you're uh, renovating renovating a house and, and you want to keep it uh, updated and neutral. Uh, you go with white, you can't go wrong. What does the local market say right now in terms of the numbers, the stats? Are, are we in a more balanced market? Uh, is it maybe f- favoring the buyers, uh, or is it still, in some cases, a seller's market? Where, where are we standing right now? Uh, I, I think we're more in a balanced market because we, um, the numbers are that are showing now, uh, like average unit sales, are way down from last year's numbers. Now, last year we had the spring market and summer market combined, like especially this time, right? Like so, everybody. So last year, once you know, we hit July and August, um, we we had two markets, you know, coming in all together at the same time, and so the unit numbers are down, but the average sale prices are way up um, uh, from last year. But uh, it's just um, so things. We're going back to like it was in 2019 numbers. Now, um, so unit sales, I mean, like for us, like for the golfy team to gauge what our numbers are, um, we're definitely up from last year. Uh, and we're also uh, definitely up from 2019. But we're, we're a, a proactive team. We're progressive. So our numbers won't, our numbers will be a lot better than the real estate board's numbers just because of the fact that, you know, 
um, we we should go with the average. Now um, we got some numbers here, I guess um, that uh, uh, shows that you know, like like for instance, Glanbrook's up forty six percent from last year in August. That's incredible, incredible. So like that's average sale price. But we're going to get into the numbers, I guess, after this break. Right, Rick? Yeah, let, let's take a break. We'll dive into these uh, numbers. We'll analyze uh, what each of the neighborhoods are, are looking at. Uh, we're also going to talk about outdoor terraces for office buildings and um, a, a warning to do your research before accepting a cash offer for your home. All that and a whole lot more still to come here on the Gulfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Welcome back. This is the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. My name's Rick Samprin. On the line once again is Rob Golfy, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfy team. You can call Hamilton and Burlington's number one Remax team in volume and unit sales, 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. Online, the website is robgolfy.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. And email the Golfy team a question or a topic idea. That email address is questions at robgolfy.com. And follow the Golfy team on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook as well. We'll talk about a bad neighbor story out in B.C., a new online housing auction site in Canada. Uh, buying a or accepting a cash offer for your home is probably a big no-no. We'll also talk about some outdoor workspaces at the office. But before we get to all that, we got some numbers that we're going to get to. And you mentioned Glanbrook being up 46%. Uh, in terms of, uh, was that just unit sales and price? No, that was just uh, in average sale price okay. from uh, August over August, but they were down 48% in unit numbers and wow. how many they sold. So it, it, like, it, it shows right across almost everywhere um, the amount of homes sold, um, uh, unit numbers are way down. And the only one that actually had uh, good unit numbers uh, that sold was uh, Hamilton Central. So Hamilton Central was up 10% uh, overall from uh, last August versus this August. Uh, and uh, there, yeah, the amount of homes that sold. So uh, Hamilton Central is always a, a hub that uh, everybody, you know, downtown, that's where uh, a lot of uh, activities happening. And, uh, but everywhere else down, you know, unit numbers are down. Like if you go to Ancaster, um, they're down 34%. Last year in August, they sold 66 homes in August. This year it's, a, uh, sorry, last year was a hundred. This year was 66. So they're down 34%. But year over year, we're up almost, uh, like 19% on average sale price. Like, uh, 2021, uh, August, the average sale price in Ancaster is 1,113,000. Incredible. That's, uh, like last year, in uh, August, it was nine hundred thirty-five thousand. So things are things are really going well in Ancaster. It's always a, 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 it's it's a place that people decide to go to either uh, Burlington or Ancaster. Those are uh, two cities, but but uh, Ancaster has definitely uh, uh, surpassed Burlington's numbers in average sale price. Mm-hmm. Incredible. 
Incredible. So if those home buyers from the GTA, they're, they're first looking perhaps at Burlington, they, you know, Ancaster might catch their eye. Apart from those two, are the next kind of landing spots Stony Creek and then Grimsby? I, I would say so. It just depends on where they're going to be working because uh, that, it, I mean, I don't know if you ever driven that 403. I know you're uh, in, uh, in rush hour, Rick. I'll tell you, one car accident in that 403, oh, yeah. you right are off. stuck for hours yeah. and hours. And uh, it just depends on, on wh- where they're working. But some people don't mind. Like a lot of people are working from their house now. So it's even, you know, driven the market even more uh, uh, desirable just to, to go to Ancaster because they may only have to go into their office in Toronto or wherever, maybe once or twice a week, which, you know, they figured they can handle that. That's not a problem. But, um, but Dundas is, a, usually people in Dundas will work uh, locally. Uh, they're, they're working within, uh, uh, the Hamilton Burlington area. I find, uh, Dundas and Dundas. I mean, not many homes sell in Dundas. There's just a small little community down there. And like last year there was 37 homes sold this year. There's 20. So it's down 46%. But in Dundas, uh, average sale price, you know, is up. Uh, so the average sale price right now is $845,000 in Dundas, which is, Pretty good. I love Dundas. Dundas is a beautiful little community. I, I definitely, uh, that would be definitely a hub. But to get out of Dundas to go to, you know, like you want to get to the Queenie, it could take you 10, 15 minutes just uh, from, from where you're living there. But beautiful, beautiful community to live in. Uh, a lot of doctors, a lot of researchers uh, move to Dundas, especially, you know, that, uh, that are working at the hospitals here down, uh, downtown Hamilton. Yeah, Dundas uh, has really has that small community feel within a big city. It is such a, such a picturesque kind of almost throwback to uh, you know a bygone era where, where things were simpler. But it is such a nice little community. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, it's a gorgeous community. Uh, Flamborough, uh, they were down twelve percent from the amount of homes that sold last year. They sold twenty five this year, twenty two. But the average sale price uh, is up eighteen percent from last year. One one million three hundred and fifty-five thousand. Uh, awesome. I mean, it's just Flamborough's got big, you know, luxury properties. Mm-hmm. You know, they got equestrian uh, uh, horse farms and all that kind of stuff. So they they've got some really big luxury homes in uh, in Flamborough. Flamborough, we talked about. They're up forty-six uh, percent from last year. Average sale price. Hamilton Central. You know, uh, last year they sold one hundred eighteen homes. This year, one hundred thirty homes in August. So the average sale price in Hamilton Central is 572,700 and last year was 476,000. So it's uh it's up 20% average sale price. <laughs> Hamilton East, uh they're down uh 12% uh in unit numbers. Last year they sold 93, this year they sold 82. Uh the average sale price in uh Hamilton East is 601,000 versus last year 481,000, so it's up 25%. Hamilton Mountain is, uh, they sold 220 homes last year on the Hamilton Mountain this year, uh, 174 for August. Uh, so they're down 21%. But the average sale price, 731673 uh, So it's up 22% from last year. Hmm. Incredible. Wow. Incredible. Hamilton West, 81 homes sold last year in August, 57 this year in August. They're down 30%. Um, average sale price uh, in uh, Hamilton West is 671000 versus uh, 600 in uh, uh, 9500 So it's up up 10% from last year. Stony Creek now. The Stony Creek here 
is all of Stony Creek, including upper and lower. So last year they sold 188 homes in Stony Creek. This year, 126. So it's down 33%, which is a lot. But the average sale price in uh, in August for Stony Creek uh, was 829,000. So they're up 20%. Water down. Uh, last year they sold 51 homes. They're almost the uh, the same uh, this year. 49 homes they sold this year in August. But the average sale price in uh, in uh, Waterdown, sorry, is 955,000. So they're up 30 percent from last year. Oakville, Oakville had a, a, a tremendous drop in. Uh, sorry, not Oakville. Uh, Burlington, Burlington had a tremendous drop last year. They sold 344 homes in August. This year, 233. So they're down 32 percent, but they're up 21 percent from the average sale price. Uh, they sold uh, a million. Uh, the average sale price was a million forty-six thousand five hundred. So they're so Burlington's doing pretty good. Um, they, you know, they're it's, it's part of the GTA, I would call it. The uh, just outside Brantford, last year 189 homes sold in August. This year 148, so they're down 22 percent. Uh, the average sale price in Brantford right now is 654,500. Uh, amazing, amazing. And then and then if you get into um, uh, let's say St. Catharines. Uh, they basically evened out in amount of sales. So St. Catharines is, is going strong, but they only went up 3% in average sale price from last year. Uh, sorry, this is m- month over month. I'm going month over month here on just a couple of them. So Hamilton, let's do Hamilton here. Sorry about okay. that, guys. So in Hamilton, uh, July, this is July of this year, sold 918 homes. August of this year, obviously, we got 981 homes. So they're up 7%. So it, it almost balanced out. So the average, you know, we got the average sale price. Uh, all of Hamilton is seven hundred seventy-nine thousand five hundred. So, um, so it balanced out. We're just up seven percent on unit sales, but Burlington is is down ten percent in sales month over month. So in July there was two hundred fifty-eight homes that sold in uh, Burlington, in July and two hundred thirty-three in August, down ten percent. And Brantford is down eight percent. In July there was one hundred sixty-one. In August, we had 148, 8% down. St. Catharines is balanced out. Uh, Niagara Falls is down 14% uh, from month over month, from July to August. Welland, uh, here, here's here's one here. Welland in July had 93 homes, sold in August 106. But the average, so that's up uh, by 14%, but the average sale price dropped 9% month over month. So in, in, uh, in August... Uh, the average sale price in uh, in Welland was five hundred sixty-one thousand. Uh, la- in July, it was six hundred fifteen thousand. So nine percent drop. Incredible. So wow. some. So Welland is probably uh, maybe needs needs a little bit of uh, of balancing out because they they just grew too much too fast in a short period of time. And same thing with uh, even Fort Erie. Uh, I don't have the Fort Erie numbers on uh, month over month, but yeah, like it's just uh, some of those some of these areas just just grew too fast and too much and so now it's just got to it's just got to level out so do you do you suspect that niagara is leading the charge in leveling out or because you know st Catharines really hasn't grown that much well and you know the price actually went down um is that like the kickstarter or is that going to happen do you think in toronto and the gta first and then we'll kind of see it yeah you know why i the, the july and august month over month it's hard to gauge just because Again, th- these are summer months. This is the first summer in two years uh, that, like, well, 
we couldn't go anywhere last year. So this year people were actually doing things and going away. So people are definitely, uh, I think September, I think if you're going to put your house up in September, you're going to do very well. And uh, because I think a lot of the buyers are going to come back and, and there's going to be some inventory, uh, uh, an increase in inventory. So I think our sales in September are going to be very strong just because now we're back to a normal kids are back in school um, and people are starting to go back to work more um, and think things are changing. It's, it, we're going back to a normal market, but I do truly feel that September is going to be an incredible month, like September, October combined. I think we're going to see some big numbers and good numbers uh, out there for, uh, for those two months. Very interesting stuff. If you want to sell your home or you're in the market to buy a house, you got to call Hamilton, Burlington, and Niagara's top real estate team, the Golfie team, at 905-575-7700, online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I. Com. Let's talk about office buildings, because there are going to be some people, and we're already seeing it, uh, going back to the office, and, and more and more might have to do that. Um, office buildings and those who control those buildings are looking for ways to add a little more outdoor space so employees who are at work can you know, relax, they can meet up in these outdoor spaces, they can still get some work done. It's obviously a result of you know the, the new reality with the pandemic. Um, and they're also trying to make these outdoor terraces or spaces year-round as well. So they're bringing in some space heaters during the cooler winter months. I'm not sure we're going to be doing this in February, but um, all in all, it, it sounds like some office buildings and some companies are thinking a little more outdoor to get people outside. What do you think about this? Well, I, I think it's fantastic, but if you look at office buildings, there there's not usually balconies on them. The only way you can do is either you go like how how are they going to build a balcony unless they open up an area? I, I I honestly I don't know. Like they have to go to the rooftop and maybe set up an area of the rooftop, or everybody usually just goes to the main floor and out out the front. I get it. I think new buildings that are going to be built, which I but the problem there is I don't think there's going to be a lot of new office buildings being built for a while just mm-hmm. because of the fact that uh, a lot of uh, tenants, uh, commercial tenants right now are letting go of their office space, so. I think it's a great idea. I think it's fantastic, but I think it's going to be difficult. Uh, if you drive around uh, around Burlington or even Hamilton and office buildings, you don't see – there's no balconies on these buildings. Like, you either got a roof or you go out the front door on the main level. But there is no – like, how do you build terraces on these buildings? I, honestly, I don't know. I think new buildings are going to be built. I think definitely uh, it will – they will have something like that. And uh, – that people can go to and, and, and build nice big open patios so that they can sit out there and enjoy the sun. Uh, maybe have, you know, like people that smoke and smoke out there. And I mean, it's nice for people that, you know, maybe they, it, they don't have to go all the way down to the main floor, go out to the front door and just find out what the weather's like. You know what I mean? They can actually do it on their floor and just walk out for a bit or maybe, you know, and, and so you're going to see any new office buildings going up, but I think it's going to be, uh, five years before we see buildings made with uh, open patios uh, on office buildings, right before they're built. Yeah, one, and, you know, one, I think one of the um, one of the thoughts, I guess, is you know this is a good way to lure people back to work um, because they don't want the work environment to be boring. I'm not sure that's why people are not you know at work. It, it's because of the pandemic and restrictions and the like. But you know, once this is knock on wood, once this is all over. Uh, you know, having that outdoor kind of workspace would be nice. I'm not sure that is the be-all and end-all to lure people back into the workplace. 
No, I I don't think it is to lure people, but I think it is to make people feel better at work. Sure, yeah. Um, I I think you know I mean uh, when people are looking for a job, it, obviously it's always money. It's it's, it's how they feel. It, it, is it the right uh, fit for them with that company? But uh, but I think this is the way of the future. But I don't think I mean some office buildings may may able to retrofit their buildings to have a couple of balconies on you know different floors. But I think it's going to be tough because usually office buildings are all glass and straight up. There's nothing open. So, it, I, you know, I mean, it just depends on the building that you're in, you know. But, yeah, you're right. It's, it, I, I say five to ten years you'll start seeing buildings like that. But it's going to take a while to, to fill up these office buildings uh, again uh, after this pandemic's over, if it is going to be over. Yeah, I agree. That's uh, it's going to be a tall order to fill up uh, some of the big buildings, whether it's in Toronto, Vancouver, or uh, even here in Hamilton. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about doing your research before accepting a cash offer. We'll also get into online housing auction websites that has been set up in Canada. And we have a story about a bad neighbor out in BC. Stay tuned for that. You're listening to the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. You're listening to the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. My name's Rick Zamprin. On the line once again, Rob Golfy, sales representative with Remax's Scartman Realty, the Golfy team. You can find them online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Call Hamilton and Burlington's number one REMAX team in volume and unit sales, 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. And find them on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Give them a follow on those social media platforms. Uh, let's talk about... Um, accepting a cash offer for your home. I've, I've relayed stories from time to time on the show about, you know, receiving things in the mail saying, hey, we buy homes for cash. Uh, you know, you don't, there, there, there's no hassle, no real estate agents involved. You don't have to pay a commission. We're going to give you cold, hard cash for your house. Buyer beware though, right? Like we've talked about this in the past and uh, there are several companies now eyeing properties in Northern Ontario, whether it's Thunder Bay, Sault Ste. Marie, uh, Sudbury, North Bay, Timmins, because the value of those homes has now gone up. So they're expanding into those places. Yeah, I, you know, I, I, I they, and these guys, there's people that do call these guys and they're getting way below market value for their house. Like they're getting like 20, 30% below market value. And my opinion is, and there's a lot of these guys out there now. You, you get letters in the mail. These guys are putting signs all around the pro, uh, all over the city. Um, I, I, my opinion is is you know if they don't want hassles, there's always people out there um, that will buy your house. You call one of the top realtors. You, you can call us, and uh, if you're looking that you want 
nothing uh, discreet, no hassle, cash offer on the spot. Um, you know, you call a realtor and say, listen, here's how much your house is worth on the open market. We can give you this right now. Um, and then I guess the realtor either renovated or whatever, but, um, but you'll do a little better. You would do a little better than what, um, these guys would probably do. And, and, uh, it just, what they do is they either buy it, renovate it and sell it after, or keep it as, as part of their rental pool in their uh, portfolio. Uh, and they probably belong to some kind of REIT real estate investment company, uh, that, uh, everybody invests in and they just buy that. But I, I would, I, my, me personally, I, I think um, people, uh, you know, if they want a quick cash offer, yeah, you can call these guys, but make sure you know what your house is worth. Like, you don't want to leave $100,000, $200,000 on the table. Like, I mean, unless you don't care about that, that's fine. But, I mean, some people afterwards say, listen, you still could have got money. Three days of inconvenience of selling your house, and you're done. But uh, but it just depends on the person. And uh, But be careful. These guys, they're... They're out to make a big money, not just a little bit of money. They're out making big money. And the thing, too, is, you know, when you receive these items in the mail or you see signs around town, you know, the I think the important thing to do is the research. So that's either, you know, calling someone like yourself or someone at the golfy team to say, hey, can I get a you know free home evaluation to see what my home is worth? You can also go online and do that as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you can go uh, online and, and you can check out. It'll give you a high, a high number and a low number of what your house is worth. And, uh, it, you know, and I, I think the low number is basically if, you're, if you're, nothing has been done to your house in 20 years. Right. A high number on the high side uh, it is that your house is completely updated. But, I mean, that's just a, a general, but you should have somebody come to your house and we would come by and give you a really good idea what you can get. And if, if somebody doesn't want the inconvenience, I mean, there's no doubt, uh, like, I, you know, like, somebody will, like, we would know somebody that would buy that house, especially if it's at a premium price. We can get three people in there and possibly even get two offers without anybody, no for sale sign on the front lawn, no open houses, no, nothing like that. So just, you know, I, I think people should be ca- uh, careful on, on dealing with that. Like, we would give a, an average sale price. We had one person, they had their house up for sale for 300000 Um We knew, they, they, at first they just said, oh, we just want that. We don't want anything. And then after uh, we said we can get you a lot more than that, and they were like, well, you know. So we held offers. We ended up getting like $150,000 more. It, it, it was a total wreck, the house, you know, and so whoever bought this um, is going to have to gut the whole house, right? But there was 150000 They were willing to sell it for 300 They were willing to sell it for 300 <laughs> But we, we said to them, listen, for an inconvenience of four days, we'll get you more than that. And then you, you'll, be, you'll be pleased. Otherwise, your friends are going to say you're crazy after you sell your house, <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, at 300 So. Believe me, they can. Uh, you can do a lot better than what anybody else is offering you out there. When we come back, we're going to talk about uh, a new company that is um, basically auctioning homes online here in Canada. Should buyers and sellers beware? We'll talk about that when we come back. And also a story about a bad neighbor out in B.C. You will not want to miss this story. You're listening to the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. 
The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. On the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. My name's Rick Samprin. Pleased to be joined once again by Rob Golfy, sales representative with Remax's Scartman Realty, the Golfy team. You can find them on the World Wide Web, robgolfy.com. That's Rob, G O L F I.com. Call Hamilton and Burlington's number one Remax team in volume and unit sales, 905 575 7700. Follow the Golfy team on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And don't forget, you can listen to our show online through Spotify iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and many more. Just search for the Golfy Real Estate Show in your favorite podcast platform and hit the follow button so you never miss an episode. Um, there's a new company in Ottawa, I believe, that is selling homes auction style online. Basically, um, by using public online auctions, buyers can see others' bids, allowing potential buyers to bid more or bow out similar to what they do and we've talked about this on past shows to what they do in australia where on saturdays if there's a home up for sale a bunch of people who are interested in buying that home go to that house there's an auctioneer they bid on the house the winning bidder uh, walks away basically with the keys this is all done online um what do you think i i'm gonna check it out actually i'm gonna i'm gonna follow a couple other deals they they you know what i'll, I'll tell you this is I know they do this in Australia, but they do it live uh, on a Saturday. Um, for for the sellers, I think it they, they could shortchange themselves. Uh-huh. I think it's great for buyers. Um, sellers, uh, it just depends what direction they want to go. I think, um, um, and I'm not saying I'm for either or. Like blind bidding, yes, uh, there could be a, a difference of fifty thousand from the second best offer and the, and the best offer. And, uh, and the buyer, you know, that bought that, like if he knew there was a $50,000 gap, he probably wouldn't have bid $50,000 more. He probably would have bid 10,000 more than the second best offer. But, um, and that's blind bidding. Now with auction bidding, you know, the guy, you know what you can afford. So if the guy's coming up to, let's say, you know, they're asking 500,000 for the house, but now we're at 510, the guy goes, you know what? I can pay 550. Let's see how far, you know, the guys will bid against each other and he'll walk away at 550 or maybe he'll go more. But I, I, I think, and I don't think this is a, a real a real estate agent that's doing it. I think it's just a, a, a separate company. Um, but it, it just depends. It just depends. I think, I think blind bidding, yes, you do get more money as a seller. Uh, auction bidding, it, 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 it's good for the buyer because then he knows how far he needs to go up to win that bid, and and, and he knows if he lost, he lost by a thousand or two thousand dollars. Not, you know, but um, but otherwise, I think uh, if that could be the future, it's hard to tell. Um, you know, we don't know where it's going to go. So, what's your thoughts, Rick? Well, I was just going to say this company's called Unreserved. It does charge one percent of the sale price as basically a, a commission. It auctioned its first house. 
a month ago. Um, I will say this. The owner of this company was charged back in 2009 with fraud connected to a used car business called Find a Car. But that's, you know, besides the point. He's back in the game. This, uh, I, would, I would assume, is a legitimate business. But the president of the Ottawa Real Estate Board says that she has some concerns. Her name is Deborah White, saying that real estate, and this is where, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of pointing to this as well. You know, the real estate industry has rules and regulations that y- you have to abide by. Uh, you know, real estate sales by auctions, there's no regulations there. So this is where, you know, I have a huge question mark to say, is this even legal? Is this going to, you know, what if there's a, an issue with the home? You know, are inspections involved? What are some of the other criteria? So I'm I'm really taking a step back and, and you know, woeing the horse here because I'm not I'm not fully into this uh, into this scheme. Oh, I know. Exactly. Like, like, is there a home inspection report that people can look at before they start bidding? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I, I prefer to have my, I like to, I like to walk with my inspector through the house to see, you know, what needs to be done, if there's any major issues, all that kind of stuff. So it, it yeah, I, you know, like I said, it's, it's, uh, it's something new. Uh, he could be the start of something, you know, but I think, I think the, uh, they'll probably have they'll have to have some kind of realtor there uh, for insurance reasons and all that kind of stuff. So um, it's just it's hard to tell. He's done one, and and I think he says that he's got twenty five uh, booked for the month of September, which yeah. I don't believe. I think it's just you know him just trying to promote himself. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Where, we'll, we'll see. Where we'll goes. see what happens. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna look online and see what he's doing. I'm gonna keep an eye on it. I'm gonna very keep a close eye on this uh, on this auction bidding yeah. that he's doing in Ottawa. We only got a minute left, but I do have to mention the bad neighbor story out in BC. So this guy in West Vancouver has been ordered by a BC court to stay off his neighbor's property and pay this woman forty eight thousand dollars after he did what? Well, he cut the tops of her cedar trees off so he can have a better view from his home to, you know, the mountains, the oceans, all that kind of stuff. Um, who does this? <laughs> oh, there's people out there, believe me. Uh, I, I'm not surprised on that story uh, at all. It, and the funny thing is, I'll tell the story quick. I was at a, a friend's house in uh, Beamsville on the bench there on a winery. I'm looking over, and we're sitting up high. You could see Toronto. And I, and I just, just jokingly said, hey, you know, there's that little bunch of trees there on the right. You just got to go there and cut those down, and you could see all of Toronto and Lake Ontario. <laughs> but it, it, but I was laughing just because of the fact uh, what I said, and I'm reading this now. It's yeah. just like that's what people are thinking. So it, anyway. It's a no-go zone, that's for sure. That's it. Be a good that's neighbor. It. And, uh, hey, Rob, thanks for another great show, and thank you for listening to the Golfy Real Estate Show. We're back next Saturday at 9 on 900 CHML. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML.